Welcome to the ITSM Review Podcast, news, reviews and resources for worldwide ITSM professionals. Learn more at theitsmreview.com. Welcome to the ITSM Review Podcast. My name's Martin Thompson. Um, I'm joined by two guests today and we're going to be talking about the ITSMF Island Conference, which is coming up very soon. Um, so without further ado, um, Colm O'Shea from uh, Ireland, could you uh, introduce yourself? Sure, sure, Martin. Yeah, it's, it's Colm O'Shea. Um, I'm on, on the board of ITSMF uh, Irish uh, chapter. Um, I actually work for Irish Life Assurance, which has been taken over recently by uh, Great West Life Co. from Canada. So I'm now a part of the, that group here in Europe, which is kind of like in the UK and Irish Life Assurance in Ireland. Um, I've been working since I was in Ireland for probably more, more years than I care to remember. Um, so I suppose that's me. I'm obviously involved to some extent in organising the annual conference, which we've touched on now, I'm sure. And how, how long have you been working or been associated with the ITSMF there? And um, with the ITSMF, probably for the last six or seven years. Crikey, okay. And um, Vaughan's, a very, very warm welcome. Thank you. Um, so I'm also on the uh, on the board of the ITSMF in Ireland, something that I'm hugely proud of. Uh, because being Irish, I'm hugely biased. We're definitely the best uh, ITSMF chapter. Um, yeah, complete. We've ITV. just we've just uh, lost like we've just lost about seventy percent of our listeners by that statement. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, I'm a complete IT geek. Um, like Colm, I've worked in in IT forever. Um, in IT service management for about fifteen years. Uh, been involved um, with both the UK and Ireland chapters of the ITSMF <laughs> again forever. Um, written books, white papers, um, you know, done presentations on, on pretty much every aspect of uh, of ITIL. So thrilled to be um, involved in the conference. Thrilled at CSI, and uh, just really, really proud. You know, I think the conference has, has been going from strength to strength, and it's great to see us looking to the future. So, on the subject of CSI, um, as a quick preview of the conference, uh, for the uninitiated, what is CSI to you guys? CSI is about not standing still, okay? It's about keep moving forward. Um, we don't stand still, the industry doesn't stand still, our businesses don't stand still, so neither should we. And the idea is that we, we just keep getting better and better and better. I think if you look at it from an ITIL perspective, particularly in the ITIL Foundation course, because you've only got three days to cover you know, five parts of the life cycle, 28 odd processes, four functions, CSI gets uh, you know 20 minutes, half an hour, um, you know, maybe an hour if you're if you're really lucky. So the aim of this conference is to talk about CSI, how to actually do it in the real world, as opposed to lots of theory. And Colin, why 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 have you picked at CSI? I think we, we we run a couple of seminars a year, and, and this is our fourth annual conference. And each time we collect feedback from from the attendees, and, and we ask them, you know, what what kind of things that I want to cover. I think CSI is one of the things that's probably come up on that list a few times. Um, and I think as we started to assemble the, the kind of speakers for the conference, we, we, we realised we could kind of line it up that we could make that the theme, the whole thing. Absolutely. And for those that yeah. those um, listening to this podcast that might not be familiar with ITSMF Island, uh, could you give us a bit of background about the about the group and uh, and what you guys are up to? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so it's, it's, the, it's the, uh, the, the chapter in, in Ireland. Um, we've been, gosh, I've actually gone on many years we've been running. It's, uh, it's longer, longer than I remember anyway, so that's at least 12, 14 years. Um, and we have about the state about 400 members in the chapter, um, probably about 30 or 40 organizations. Uh, probably fair to say most of it based around Dublin, but that's just the, the geography in Ireland that most of it, the business is in the Dublin area. Um, but we have some members spread around Cork and, and Galway and Limerick as well. Uh, we run, we try and run about six seminars a year. So usually morning breakfast sort of sessions in hotels with maybe a, a, a professional speaker or maybe um, a war story from a, a, a practitioner. And um, maybe combine two of those together. We do about six of those. And then usually we have a kind of an afternoon, evening, more social event in the summer with a barbecue involved. And um, this is the fourth year we run an annual conference. And they've been very successful. Um, I think we've had 150, 160 attendees last year, and we're, we're looking to, to match that this year. And um, we did it once or twice. The first two years we did it in conjunction with um, Ibaka. And um, well, for the last two years now, we we're, we're, we're going out on our own uh, to, to run a full day conference. And uh, I ought to emphasize um, that it's uh, only 100 euros. Or I think 150 for non-members. As I, I, I yeah. hope, I hope I'm right on that. And given the cost of flights to Ireland these days, that is really, really cheap experience for for, for getting yourself to a, a conference pack full of content. So um, it's it's a it's very low cost uh, um, conference. So so yeah. Vaughan, if I could put you on the spot for a second, um, what are some examples of uh, CSI in your mind? Because I, I I do hear from time to time that actually CSI is perhaps something you ought to do first before you do anything at all. So if for somebody that's just trying to grapple their, get their head around um, uh, CSI and grapple with it, um, wh where do you start and what are some examples of some things you can do with CSI, do you think? Can I do my whole Disney princess thing, Martin? <laughs> oh, go on then, if you must. You know me, I love a bit of Disney. Um, so there's actually a, a quote um, from the man himself, and um, I think this was from the, the 30s or the 40s. Um, and all it is, um, Walt Disney was saying, around here, we don't look backwards for very long. Keep moving forward, keep opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious. And curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. Okay, nothing stays the same. Okay, if it did, we'd probably all still be on Windows 3.1. Um, we need to, to move forward and we keep need, needing to, to, to look at how we, we do things better. You know, 10, 15 years ago, we didn't have, uh, we didn't have social media, we didn't have the, the level of collaboration that we do now. Um, in fact, 10, 15 years ago, having IT skills wasn't a given. I was still um, out in industry running kind of basic courses. Um, showing people how to use email and Word and, you know, your, your stuff that you'd consider bread and butter now, uh, but actually how to use it, you know, for the first time in the workplace. So we've come such a long way. And how do we keep going? How do we keep um, getting better? How do we keep maintaining that? Um, that's very much the theme of the day. Cool. Okay. Um, and maybe I, maybe I'd add a bit to that from 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 my point of view, more just as a day-to-day -day practitioner. And like I agree with Vaughn, basically we, we obviously can't stand still, and our, our businesses don't stand still. Um, and I suppose we, we kind of are realizing are doing are doing continual service improvement all the time. That we're continually having to adapt our processes and our, our service management structure and everything to, to to match what's happening in the business and what's happening in the IT world. 
it's just that we don't that we don't usually take enough time to stop and think about it and take time out, which is one of the reasons for, for going to something like one of these conferences, you know, get you out of that, that the rat race for a day and actually hear some good advice and usually one 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 out of ten bit things in and something might change afterwards. That's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So uh, I can give you a, a really uh, specific example uh, in the telco industry, if you'd like, Martin. Yeah, go for it. So uh, as you know, uh, my current day job is uh, I'm change manager. Um, and one of the things that we kept meaning to do was we kept meaning to automate um, the work streams for a particular set of tasks around uh, change management. It was around power work and sort of onload kind of generator testing to site power downs. And we kept saying, oh, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it, and we'll never get around to doing it. And it was only when um, a couple of us went on a lean course and we looked at doing business cases and around how to actually generate um, cost savings. We looked at it for the first time and realised actually if we did this piece of work it would save us over £3,000 a year just in man hours. Um, and suddenly it was a case of well it's £3,000 a year that's a lot of money why wouldn't we do it? Uh, and it was prioritised and we've done it and it's in. So for the sake of what actually turned out to be just a couple of days worth of work We've now saved £3,000 a year. We saved X number of man hours to have a lot more efficient. I guess the, the challenge with that sort of um, progress, though, is you need the, the headspace and the breathing space, like a, a bracket of top, bracket the world away and have a bit of space just to do that improvement, don't you? Because it's very difficult to get stuck in the rut and the, stuck in the... In the, um... Absolutely. I mean, speaking as you know, someone that's always worked in in operational roles, sometimes you know you get so busy, you know you can't see the wood for the trees. But I think it's really important to sometimes you know take that view. Okay, what would make things easier? And even if you start with something really small, you know, it doesn't have to be you know a big sort of three grand you know cost saving thing. It could be something really small that saves your team a couple of hours a week. But if you do that and it gets results and people see it and it becomes visible, you can then go on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And then, you know, you want people, success breeds success, you want, you know, people will want to join that bandwagon. So you'll get more support, you'll get more resources. And then suddenly you can start to look at the big things. Who owns CSI? Where, where does it sit? Is it, is it everyone's responsibility? Yeah, I absolutely think that absolutely everyone is responsible for CSI. This isn't something that can be done in a silo or a bubble. You know, I think that CSI should be part of everyone's day job. Everyone should have some sort of CSI um, task from a customer perspective. Okay, what isn't working brilliantly for me? What would I like to see better? And making those views known. And from an IT point of view, well, the only reason we're there, when you think about it, is to look after our customers. So we should absolutely have, you know, some time dedicated to CSI, even if it's only, you know, you start off with like a 15-minute, you know, quick scrum down a week and, and build from there. And Colm, how, how are you, uh, how do, what's your experience of implementing CSI? I mean, is it a case of having a suggestion board and just chucking stuff up and seeing what sticks? <laughs> how, how, does, how do you implement this sort of stuff? Yeah, to be honest, we probably more my experience probably more doing it in ways as in, you know, when we recognise an issue we, we kinda of go through a, 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 a period of doing it and then we kinda of help just get back to the, the loss and the CAU as well. But more and more I'm finding and more and more our our IT service mentioned is being driven by 
feedback from our customers and we're actually going to spend a lot more time doing things like net promoter score and, and customer surveys and kind of using that then as the driver for to identify the things that we need to improve to kind of improve that feedback cycle as well. And so that, that's kind of where it comes from, where the drive comes from in, in, in our organization, yeah. So um, what can we expect at this? Uh, so it's a one-day conference and we're focused on CSI. Yeah. Could you give us a preview in terms of um, who you've got speaking and what we can expect? Sure, yeah, I, I, I can talk a bit of that. I'm, um, we've, I'm just looking through the list of people here. We've uh, certainly Stuart Rance is the name that, that jumps out because we've had him speak a couple of times. And, and he's, he's a service management professional. He's, he's really entertaining, though. Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's, you know, uh, there's one thing to get getting a lot of information, but I think you need, you need kind of entertaining and, and enlightening kind of speakers who, who you know, get your interest as well. Um, he's, he's certainly worth coming to see. Yeah, um, very, very, very down to earth gentleman, and uh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, yeah, very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's uh, let's see, Dave Van Herpen. He's more probably concentrating on agile and kind of the practical, practical use of, of agile in, in service management. And Ian McDonald, Ian McDonald, probably people know his name. Stuart Wright, people might know as well. Oh, we go. uh, we've got uh, Andrew Burns, um, he's the UK practice leader uh, for Kepmetrigo, um, so I think that's going to be a really exciting slot around kind of problem management and CSI. And then John Griffith, he's, he's a very experienced uh, ICO trainer, and so I'm sure he, he, he has a lot of insight in, in, in uh, CSI in terms of you know, the people you deal with all the time. Crikey! So it's quite a it's quite a packed day, and it's a really friendly conference as well. Yeah, probably sort of a bit. I wouldn't say informal, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's fairly friendly, and, and I suppose in a way, Dublin is a small town. A lot of the, the, the people, the regulars, we kind of know each other anyway. And um, we we all seem to get a good influx from the UK. Well, last year we had a good few Scandinavian people, people from the Finnish chapter and the, the Norwegian chapter. And they thought it was probably. Maybe more accessible to get to Dublin for a conference than maybe go to the UK, and maybe they probably, I think they were for the Guinness as well afterwards. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's funny, we, we, we kind of attract a few groups like that to seem to, seem to as you say, it's easier to get to Dublin as, as, as anywhere else these days. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, Martin. So I think actually, as a part of wrapping up, I'd like to um, just give a big thank you to our sponsor for the day, and they're Avnet HD. Uh, Asia Consulting and of course the Irish Computer Society with whom we're affiliated. And um, so they'll all be there on the day as well. And uh, everyone's looking forward to meeting them. Great. Well, f um, the very best of luck with the conference. We look forward to hearing about all about it. And uh, uh, until next time, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Martin. You're very welcome. Thanks, Martin. <laughs>